morning, dear listener. This is NASCO Moments Radio Show, your top weekend program. The show comes your way every Saturday at this hour, and we are happy to have you tune in once again. Do you know where your children are at this very moment? We are discussing the subject of optimizing nutrition habits for better health, vigor, and vitality. To stay tuned to NASCO Moments Radio Show this morning and listen in as our guest, Dr. Longji Dakum, enlightens us on optimizing nutrition habits for better health, vigor, and vitality. Dr. Longji Dakum is a community physician with over a decade's experience in public health practice. He is actively involved in teaching and in public health research and occupies the position of a senior registrar one with Joss University Teaching Hospital. Dr. Longji Dakum is currently the survey team lead in Project NAIIS, the world's single largest population survey. We will be back soon. My name is Nandak Chingle. So crunchy and so creamy. It's oven fresh and tasty for the young and everybody. Take a bite and get the feeling that you get what you need. For everybody, take it everywhere you go. Grab the taste of quality. Everybody say, let's go. away with nasco biscuits today nasco cream biscuits nasco shortcake biscuits nasco cream crackers nasco biscuits cream of biscuits you're welcome back dr longji dakum you are welcome to nasco moments radio show this morning thank you okay let's begin by asking you to explain to the listener what nutrition is okay uh nutrition in um, simple terms applies to uh, the signs of uh, the food and in layman's view, the science of what we eat. And um, uh, food uh, generally uh, can be classified into two. Uh, so many ways we can classify uh, food. There are food that are usually of animal origin. And this one can come in terms of dairy products like milk, comes in egg, like uh, egg from poultry farms. Uh, then the meat, the common one that you see, we have red meat, we have white meat, and then also you can food can also come also uh, using um, also in form of a plant with plant origin. So you find we can have fruit and tubers like yam, we have fruits like mangoes, we have guavas, we have you know uh, bananas and what have you. And then food can also be classified based on the, the major content. Basically, we have a tree. Uh, we have macronutrients, those ones are those that uh, come in forms of carbohydrate, uh, fats uh, and oil, and then uh, proteins. And then we have the micronutrients, these ones are the ones that the body might not be able to uh, manufacture, so it must be supplied from an external source. So these are micronutrients like vitamins, and the vitamins can be classified, further classified into fat-soluble uh, vitamins like vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin E, and vitamin K, or water-soluble like vitamin D and C. And these ones can also be gotten from other sources like vitamin C. The commonest uh, where you can get vitamin C is uh, oranges, you know. So, and then uh, we have uh, water, which is also a component of food. Okay. So, 
So it's a combination of all this that makes up what nutrition is. Yes. Okay. So how does one optimize his or her nutritional habits for a better health and vitality? So habits are, uh, are, are what we form, uh, preferences or choices that we form. And, you know, these are expressed in our own way of life daily. So you find out that uh, if we don't develop a very healthy habits, and these are habits that could also be transferred from uh, parents to children, and so it can transcend even generations. So the right habits of nutrition must be adhered to. And so one of the ways where right habits of optimizing nutrition can be done is through health education, like what we are doing. Now, it's important that uh, we understand that uh, no two individuals are the same. But as it applies to nutrition, it also means that no uh, individual have varied needs for nutrition, depending on at what stage you are. For instance, what an infant will need is not the same thing with what an adolescent will need. And what a woman will need also is not the same thing with what a man will also need. And what uh, an elderly person will also need, you know, varies. For instance, you take a woman for, uh, for an example. You find a woman, uh, a woman in her active uh, sexual cycle usually menstruate, so she's losing iron in the form of blood monthly, and these need to be complemented. And you find out also at the same time that an adolescent, because of the need for growth and uh, uh, maturation of organs, also need you know more uh, needs for nutrition than an elderly person who is aging. And then an aging man also has a specialized diet. So you find out that nutrition can actually be tailored to the specialized needs of this very individual. And these are habits that should uh, also, you know, should be formed to optimize uh, nutrition in these individuals. All right. In your opinion, what nutritional habits are required to gain better health, vigor, and vitality? And which habits should be avoided? As a prelude, you understand that even the economy of uh, nutrition also is also vital in the habits that we make. There are some uh, food substances that are expensive to afford, and then there are some that are also you know cheap to afford. So depending on the economic uh, viability of an individual, you make choices to suit your own uh, economic status. But thankfully enough, we are in where there is abundance of what we have. So uh, you can imbibe the culture, I mean the habit of uh, the proper storage of food. Now you have a lot of uh, tomatoes, you have a lot of fruits, you have a lot of, you can buy it in bulk. And if it is properly preserved, you know, you have less uh, cost, but we also supply your yes. own needs. And then you buy food during seasons, you have what we call seasonal food. And you find that during these seasons, these uh, food substances are usually more than enough. But because of our inability to properly preserve, you know, and uh, sustain some of these food substances, we get to a stage where they become very scarce. Yes. And during the seasons, you also find again that they are very cheap. You know, another habit that individual can also imbibe is that you try to make your own food by yourself. Okay, as opposed to go eating out, that yes. is where you don't even know the sources of those food. You, you know, sure. those uh, sources of uh, food are also subject to uh, contaminations and what have you. Okay, thank you very much for your insight. We will be back for more insight with Dr. Dakum on this very important topic. Please stay tuned. For your brightest wash, brightest. For your brightest wash, Brightex.
Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans dip stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. Your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex for the brightest wash. You're welcome back, dear listener. This is NASCO Moments Show on radio. Our guest today is Dr. Longji Dakum, a community physician and a senior registrar one with Joss University Teaching Hospital. We are discussing the subject of optimizing nutrition habits for better health, vigor, and vitality. Once again, you're welcome, Dr. Dakum. Thank you. Should men and women have different nutritional habits? I think you mentioned that earlier. So what are the major differences, if there are any? Okay. Uh, you find out that for women, they have a special need for nutrition. Uh, like I earlier mentioned, that uh, during menstruation, they uh, naturally lose some uh, amount of blood, and therefore they are subject to what we call iron deficiency anemia. And this means that you know they have to take uh, food that are rich in uh, iron and also uh, supplementation using uh, iron and uh, folic acid, uh, iron tablets and folic acid to maintain that level. And apart from that, you find out that the woman uh, also have a special need because of the reproductive cycle. If she's growing up as an adolescent, she, uh, she needs a special need of nutrition because her bones need to be well developed. The pelvis uh, need to be well developed because these are uh, these. If it's not well developed, these have uh, implications in later, yeah, later part yes. of her life yeah. during childbirth. And also uh, the fact that uh, women too can be breastfeeding. You know, after you know nourishing herself, she also need to uh, nourish uh, uh, a child. So that one also places a high demand on also the nutritional needs of that woman. So you find out that because of these peculiarities. You know, they have uh, special needs for nutrition than men. But okay. that not to say that men too do not have... Uh, I was just about to <laughs> ask if they also have <laughs> yes, their peculiar nutrition needs. Not to say that they do, not, they do not also have their own. Uh, for men too to be well developed, you know, they need to have... Uh, we've shifted from uh, what we call balanced diet, diet to adequate diet. So men too will also need to be properly uh, nourished uh, using adequate diet. Okay. Does age play have a factor in very, the very nutrition? Very, very well. Very, very well. You know, as we age, you know, uh, our choices too, you know, begins to change. And because of the aging process, uh, individuals become more prone to certain diseases that have to do with nutrition. You find that there are also deficiencies that comes along with uh, age as a result of nutrition. So as one begins to age, you find out that you have less need for uh, what previously were needed while you were growing up. For instance, you don't really need much of proteins mm. and fats and oil, so you don't need to be taking much of those eggs, you know, like a, a child would do. You don't need to be eating much of those meats like a child would do because if you take much of those ones, your capacity of your body to handle them becomes a problem. So if it's not properly handled, you find that you have uh, diseases that have some nutritional component like mm. the diabetes you're talking about, the uh, hypertension that we're talking about, and then even uh, gouty arthritis. Mm. These are diseases that are associated with aging. 
and because of the chronicity of some of these diseases also put again uh, another need for special needs for these uh, uh, you know senior citizens of the society um, Nigerians and human beings generally lead very busy and demanding lives what is the right balance of food individuals require in order to support and complement such a hectic lifestyle it's very true <clears throat> we've shifted from uh, the traditional mm. you know society to a modern uh, society or a modernized yes. way of uh, uh, lifestyle uh, which is the so-called western lifestyle you find out that we have shifted from our own traditional non-sedentary lifestyle where you farm you walk you, you walk, do all yes. those things to now a westernized you know kind of lifestyle where you are more sedentary sedentary in the sense that you find that you are sitting most of the time for a yeah, long time on the decks most of the work that you do is dex work or you're in traffic or in traffic driving yes. or something and you find out that because of the high demand to meet up with goals and expectation of work you find yourself skipping meals you know or eating uh, whatever you see you know so because of these uh, factors does now you know play so much uh, uh, to some extent problem on individuals and, and these uh, problems are usually you know leads to problems also in the kind of nutrition that they do you know medically it's advised uh, once you take at least uh, you know three square, square meals per day and you much as as much as possible you avoid uh, in between meals you know for most uh, people that are 40 years and above you know should avoid refined sugars where you get in what we call minerals or, you know these uh, drinks and water yeah. so one should take more of water in fact uh, the body contain about 65% of water so you take more of water than some of those refined sugars and what have you and then less uh, alcohol in uh, alcohol too be shown to have some cardioprotective uh, properties from extent a little of it has been said mm. to protect the heart but we understand that you take more of it you know it becomes a problem you know and when you look at uh, the kind of uh, energy that uh, food substances give you discover that uh, 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 carbohydrate gives you about 4 uh, kilocalories uh, per gram and then uh, protein the same thing gives you 4 kilocalories and fat gives you 9 but alcohol gives you 7 but it, it, the 7 kilocalories is what we call false energy it gives you that false uh, uh, state that you think you are well nourished while in the real sense you are not and so you find chronic alcoholics coming down you know with so many deficiencies and they become very malnourished because the more you drink, the more you think you, uh, you have energy that can sustain you, and the less you you you, you know you eat and and what have you. So these are some of the lifestyle or habits that should be avoided, you know, to make one a healthy uh, choices and then a healthy lifestyle. Okay, so we should endeavor to eat according to our lifestyle. That is, okay. Is there a correlation between eating three square meals each day and remaining healthy? In fact, uh, like you said. That we are what we eat and food has been used uh, you know to some extent uh, to solve a lot of uh, uh, medical problems or pathological conditions food alone if you is properly done you know you, you know food has shown that you is not well you know uh, contaminated with some other carcinogenic cancer causing you know substances whether it's not properly stored you know from both from uh, where it is produced to when it's on the table it has shown that it has caused a lot of problems and most of the problems that you see around most of the diseases that you see around are associated with 
uh, 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 manner in which food is produced or in which it is manufactured or in how it is eaten. So you find out that most of the diseases that you see around, um, uh, I mean uh, metabolic diseases or chronic diseases that you see around, are centered around the diet that we take. And diet also could also be used to solve, you know, uh, health problems and health challenges too. So it is very true and it's a fact that this statement you've just mentioned. Um, we have to take a short break now. I must say all this information is eye-opening. When we come back, we'll come back with more insights from Dr. Dakum. Please stay tuned. Nasco Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm. Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. Nasco Cube Sugar, another quality product from Nasco. If you are just joining us, this is Nasco Moments Show on radio. This morning, our topic is optimizing nutrition habits for better health, vigor, and vitality. Our guest is Dr. Longji Dakum, community physician with over a decade's experience in public health practice. He is currently the survey team lead in Project NAIIS, the world's single largest population survey. Dr. Dakum, thank you for being with us. So what advice do you have for a modest budget that will help one maintain optimum nutritional habits? Okay. Um, we are so blessed in the environment that we find ourselves. And um, uh, what is advocated in Western world is that you go closer to the farm to get uh, some of these food substances. And we have more than those ones in abundance. So, what I would advise is that for a modest budget, uh, this is Christmas season, and so people also need to be properly fed and you know, well nourished. You can, if you, your budget cannot give you what you want, you can form like a group and get, you know, you can go and buy and then you come back and share. So, households can put up a pool of some little resources together and go to the market get those things or buy directly from the farmers themselves so you avoid you know retailers where you know by uh, an increase in the chain would also increase the, will lead to increase in the price prices of the the, the, the food substances so what you do is you go directly to the farmers you've you know you've uh, short-circuited some of these uh, retailers and then you get some of those food very cheap and you should also imbibe the culture of storage proper storage and then that's for maybe non-perishable no, yes non-perishable fruits and then we should also make our time to meet the professionals we have dietitians that are not well being utilized in our society we have nutritionists that have also not been well utilized in our society so we should make use of them so that you go and then they can draw up a, a, a dietary plan for you a dietary timetable mm. that will feed your own 
uh, little or little resources that you have. Okay. So, uh, can the search for good nutrition go too far as to cause adverse effects to an individual? If yes, what is to be avoided? Yes, it is true because uh, because of nutrition, you find out that. Uh, there are uh, increase in the number of uh, what uh, what we see these days, like um, uh, companies springing up different, you know, uh, food substances, mm. you know, bringing in so many marketing strategies, you know, to get. And some of these food substances have no scientific backing. Some of them have not even been subjected to any form of research. So it's just uh, somebody waking up today and saying, I have so-so food substances that you take it, you don't need to eat so-so form of tea, you don't need to, to eat, you don't need to. Some of this uh, is search for uh, good nutrition, I mean, in search for nutrition that have led to some of these things. And so I would always advise that people try as much as possible to meet up with the professionals. If you don't know anything, it's better you go and see, you know, even at our primary healthcare level, there are uh, people that are settled with the responsibility of nutrition. So you can meet them and they can drop something for you that is, you know, localized to your own area that will also meet your needs. Okay. I have to ask you this question. You know, people in search of fitness, maybe weight loss and uh, weight loss and so on, always go on one form of diet or the other. They either cut out carbohydrates from their diet or cut out protein or just go on a protein diet and so on. What advice do you have for them? Is it really ethical is it healthy should i say to cut off a particular you know form of food from your diet in order to keep fit or lose weight like like i said earlier that the best uh, approach is usually to see the professionals because by the moment you're cutting out some other aspect of uh, food products that your body needs is you are denying your own body of some other substances that will be also be vital to your body and so most of those individuals you see them coming down with other deficiencies and these are what these are as a result of, 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 of complete denial or complete you know uh, abstinence from a particular food mm. that is you know that is assumed to be associated with increasing weight mm. or losing of weight. And most of the people dishing out these information are usually not people who are well trained or well knowledgeable in some of these things. So scientifically, some of them have no backing. So I always advise that the best form that you can do is that you need a doctor. Or a nutritionist who would be able to draw up a plan for you suitable with your own self there are no two you know no two individuals that are the same somebody might look uh, you know big but in the real sense it's not even obese because the scientific uh, way of measuring obesity is what we call the body mass index and so it's a function of weight it's a function of height and it must be calculated before you can now say okay this individual is or is overweight or is obese Okay, um, we're quickly running out of time. What are your final remarks concerning today's topic, Dr. Uh, this is very. This uh, topic is uh, very timely, very relevant to our society, and also very relevant to everybody. There is no, uh, no individual that uh, does not require nutrition, in fact, adequate nutrition. So uh, I would advise, again, that uh, programs of this nature should... Uh, you know, be met uh, available to teaming populace, not just uh, those that have access to the media, mm. but also in those local societies yeah. where some of these things are produced and they don't even know how to prepare it to make, you know, good nutrition for mm. themselves. So it's a very uh, relevant topic, a very relevant uh, program for the society generally. Okay, Dr. Longji Dakum, thank you very much for being a part of today's program and we appreciate your insight. My pleasure and thank you too.
I have been speaking this morning with Dr. Longji Dakum, a community physician with experience in public health practice. He is a senior registrar one with Joss University Teaching Hospital and is currently the survey team lead in Project NAIIS, the world's single largest population survey. Dr. Longji Dakum has offered the listener invaluable information on the topic, optimizing nutrition habits for better health, vigor, and vitality. Luckily, the solution has been laid out for you, the listener. Make these changes in your daily life and watch your body evolve into its most functional, beautiful, dynamic, balanced, and healthy self, and continue to enjoy the quality life. Dear listeners, this is where we end today's episode of the show. We believe that time spent listening to the show this morning was worth it. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash NASCO group. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at NASCO group. We encourage and welcome you to freely send us your feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to our email info at nasco.net or by text through our dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. Now to the NASCO Moments Trivia Question segment. The trivia question for this week is... How many Directors General have headed the Industrial Training Fund, ITF, from inception to date? And what is the full name of the incumbent? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777, including your name and location. The NASCO Moments Radio Show has been brought to you by NASCO, and it was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants. Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department. Producer, Harun Audu. Research and Content Development, Suranu Megadi and Harun Audu. Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu and Suranu Megadi. I am Nandak Chingle. Remember, NASCO is all for the quality life.